Are we live? We're live. Good morning to you guys. How are you? We're live. We're live. Is that your notification? Is that your notification? Share it to my page. We're talking about fear versus faith. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get it in. We are gonna get it in. Fear versus faith. Weight championship battle. I think so. I think so too. That coming up. Who's coming up? I think it can. It will continue to until the end of time. Are you going to operate in fear? Or are you going to operate in faith? Hey, Rosie. Sister Rosie, what's up? Hey, Melissa. I just got your te- not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, Nadine, what's happening, Miss Nadine? How you doing? Melissa Price, we missed you yesterday. It was a good show yesterday. But it was missing. It had a void because you weren't there. Yes, yes. yes. Hello, yes. hello. But we're going to talk about fear versus faith. Fear versus faith. All right, let's get in. It's time to begin. Fear versus faith. No, don't say please now. Hey, Laverne, it was great meeting you in person. Good morning, Dr. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIPN Network. Thank you for joining us this morning. I tell you, we had us a night last night. We were so wired after. Um, go ahead, uh, keep going. We were so wired after the presentation, we couldn't go to bed till very late. I think it was three forty-five before I got in the bed, and I still watched an hour worth of screen time. Well, that was Lisa. I went to bed probably two something, but guess what I'm doing? This show's over. You know, I'm going back to bed. So. Because we got I think something. I have to go back to bed. Well, you don't have clients later today, or do you? Yeah. Well, I got clients later today, and they deserve my very best. So I'm going to get some rest. Good morning, Melissa. I was on the first half of the show yesterday. Had to take my car to get repaired at 930, and my Wi-Fi wasn't on my side. Um. Yeah. Dorothea, thank you. She said it was, it was awesome. And it was wonderful to meet you in person with your sweet spirit. I could feel her spirit coming from her chair. Her energy was nice. Her energy was was and when she gave her talk, she did, she acted like she didn't want to speak. I'm so nervous I would talk. But it was so wonderful to meet you, Dorothy. And 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 I said last night that was our first time meeting her, but I'm not sure it was. I seem to think we met before last night. Did we meet before last night, Dorothea? And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Learn to Speak and Get Paid workshop that we facilitated on yesterday. Uh, it was an hour and a half. It was filled with 
content, 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 content. And amazing people. Um, everyone got a chance to speak. Everyone got a chance to tell who they were and what they were about. And uh, Lisa and I worked as a tag team last night. And I thought we worked wonderfully well together. Okay. What's wrong with him? Right there. What is that? I don't know. Is it on your tank? No. Yeah, it's a circle. Oh, it's a reflection of that light circle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Dorothea says, yes, it was our first okay. time meeting in person. So it was wonderful to meet you last night. Uh, whenever we have an opportunity to meet our um, our show participants, it's exciting for Lisa and I. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to be in New York this weekend, and we're trying to figure out how to have a get-together um, sometime on Sunday or Saturday during the day in New York. And we know we have some viewers that are in New York, and some of you may have some uh, friends, business partners in New York or connections. We will be in uh, in New York proper, so we'll have access to Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. And if anyone is willing to help us to coordinate a little meet and greet, we would love to do or an opportunity to share something, mm-hmm. do a workshop, speak, whatever. We, we're willing to do it and we want to do it. Um, another thing, too, uh, we're going to be in New York um, Friday afternoon. We'll get there Friday afternoon. We're coming back uh, Monday very, very late. We're leaving Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we got the weekend in New York. And um, Lisa found a beautiful Airbnb for oh. us last night Airbnb. in Queens mm-hmm. and a house. And the reviews were amazing. The house looks great. And so I've never stayed at Airbnb before, um, but we're going to do that too. So we're going to do New York. We're going to take, we're going to do it up. We're going to do it nice. We're going to take um, the Amtrak. We're going to take the train to New York from Charlotte, North Carolina. So we'll get a chance to see some stuff. And then we're going to um, stay at an Airbnb, modern travel, baby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have a good time. My baby also found a cigar bar right up uptown, New York, in the Queens. I know in the Queens, uh, Havana Cigar. We're gonna be there, so we're gonna go there. And we found a comedy show. She found a comedy show for us Friday night, so we're gonna go to a New York City comedy show as well. We're gonna have a good time. It's a um, mini vacation. Is how we're gonna look at it. Oh, we're going there for my great aunt's eightieth um, birthday. Julie Brooks is on. Julie Brooks. We have been such big fans of yours. Lisa's been shouting you out every chance she gets. I love it. Good morning, Yvette. Welcome back. Good morning, King and Queen. I just got through doing exercises with Sir Markadu Hagens. Whoop, whoop. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to the bodies exhibit. It's wild. I think we will. The bodies exhibit. Is that what I think it is or what? I don't know. What is that it means. at a museum where they um, showcasing parts of the body or is that something like that? The bodies exhibit, she said. I don't know. <clears throat> Y'all know I don't like gory stuff. So we do have a topic for today. Mm-hmm. Today's topic is fear versus faith. Versus faith. The competition, the epic battle. Who's going to win? Fear versus faith. Now, we've been teasing this, talking about my home for a couple of days. We've been talking around this. Like yesterday, Lisa asked me, do I believe that fear and faith can be within the same person? And I thought about it for a moment. I think they can. I think they can, but I also believe that one of those has to dominate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning, Bethany. Thank you so much for having me on this morning on your Wednesdays, um, on your Wednesday, Wednesdays, motivational, inspirational call. Bethany is here. Uh, our second time being on the air with Bethany, cause she was, uh, 
the hostess, one of the hostesses for the show that you did this morning at eight o'clock. Lisa was on another event, another show this morning at eight o'clock. It's called uh, Wisdom something. Wisdom Wednesdays or Wednesday. Wisdom Wisdom. And Lisa gave her her signature talk. She gave her signature message this morning. And we talked about signature talks and signature messages last night on Get Paid to Speak. Well, learn to speak and get paid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Julie, I've been to that exhibit. It's amazing. I was crying and I couldn't talk. Um, I don't I don't know what's the purpose of you you see the human body. Julie also says it's a museum that shows you the human body like you've never seen before. Hmm. Nothing record says, Julie, I've been to that exhibit. It's amazing. Uh, Dr. Yvonne McNair is here. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Worthy and Wisdom Wednesday. Worthy and Wisdom Wednesday. Amen. Um, I would need to know more about why. Oh, dude, they closed it. Unreal. Sorry. Okay. So, so the museum is closed. Oh, that's that's too bad. I wasn't really bought into wanting to see it, but um, I was willing. She was looking it up, I guess, because she suggested it. Thank you so much for looking it up. You are willing. Hey, Mitchell. Hey, how are you doing, Jay? Mitch463. We are also running uh, parallel on Instagram, so we want to make sure that we um, connect with our IG following as well. Thank you. You never like my pics on the gram. Oh, you'll never like my pics on the gram. (laughs) Good morning, Dr. Yvonne. So, fear versus faith. Now, faith is one of the words that I consider one of the most nine most important words in the world. Faith. What is it? Faith is a complete belief or confidence in a person or thing. Complete belief or confidence in a person or thing. Or also, you know, the scripture, the churchy version is faith is the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. And the evidence of things not seen. They both work. Both definitions work. And drinking over here. Yeah, well, I've been up for hours already. Um, the Science Center brings that exhibit every year in St. Louis. Oh, okay. Thank you, Bethany. Um, a people museum is what it is, a body museum. I don't know if I can handle that or not. I'm not really into that. I guess that's odd for me to say because I'm I'm pr- I'm a pretty avid uh, law and order viewer. So. And you can't handle that, so I don't know. But So we're talking about fear versus faith. Now, when Brian brought up this topic, I asked him, what about fear in uh, the face of courage? And the reason why I ask that is because so many people think that if you have courage, you don't have fear. And courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the ability to persevere beyond your fears, pushing past your fears, uh, stepping out of your comfort zone, if you will. And I kind of feel like fear versus faith is very similar to that. I think faith is believing that no matter how you feel about your current situation, that's the lemon one. Okay. You want the cashew one? I didn't even see anything else. Up there. Do you prefer it? Yeah, the other one. So anyway, uh, Lisa was saying, uh, and but she mentioned the other word too. The reason why words are so prominent to me right now is I'm actually plowing through and completing my book, The Nine Most Important Words. 
And the first word I have listed is um, courage. I think the word courage has more to do with your success or failure, your happiness or sadness, than, and your, your, your life of adventure versus life of boredom than anything else. And I think the, the fourth word that I have listed is the word faith. But courage is number one. So anyway, um, fear and faith, I do believe they can exist. Lisa believes they must exist within the same entity in order to have each other. They're like yin and yang. They have to be involved together. Absolutely. What say you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that um, that it is necessary to have both. Boston has a science museum also, and it's good. They show you everything, too. Yeah. Now, this is uh, reminding me of when you first published your book, um, Discovering Your Why. You wanted to talk about the book, but everybody else wanted to talk about how did you write the book? We want to talk about fear versus faith, but the room wants to talk about the museum, somebody. <laughs> talk about what people talk about. You know um, Julie said, when I saw a spider fling itself through my front door and I walked back in knowing full well that it was just waiting inside to pounce, courage through my fear, I even hit it with a shoe. Thank you going to come up in my house. Thank again. Now, that emphasis and accent was mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So courage. We're talking about courage now. Yes, courage. Courage, I think, goes with faith. Born is on. Good morning, sir. Hey, born. Hey, born. Good morning. Good morning, brother. He's been out yeah. having shenanigans with his beautiful wife. Here versus faith. And now courage has entered the room. Courage has entered the room because I think you can't have... Uh, success without courage in the face of fear. And I think they all go together. Mm-hmm. They all go together. You got you got fear, you got faith, and then you have courage to pick the right option to follow. What about the people who say, I'm not afraid of anything. I'll try anything. They're sociopaths. And they're not telling the truth. Well, unless they're sociopaths. They could be telling the truth if they're sociopaths because they don't have the same measure of fear. Every heart does this bit. You're not afraid of anything, really? So if you woke up and there was a lie, the alligator in your room, you would be afraid? A real alligator wouldn't be afraid? Mm-mm. You wouldn't be afraid? I would be very afraid. <laughs> I want to know who got me in the swamp because then uh, how else would I have a live alligator in my room? I would have. No, Josh said, I also believe that they could they coexist. The combination will make you will, with will make you either step up or sit down. So you have to have a pinch of both a little pinch, a little pinch. Um, Julie said, I had a lot of faith that my throwing ability ability was on point and I was going to smack that mofo on target. I know that's right. Fear and faith. Absolutely. I think without faith, I mean, without fear or or test, there is no trying of your faith. So how do you really know you have faith if you never have anything to fear or have a reason or have a reason to exert? Exactly. Exactly. I think that they all swing and hang out together. Good morning, reflections by Bree. When I was in the army, they defined Mm -hmm. courage as being afraid and doing it anyway. Yes, feel the fear and do it anyway. It's actually mm-hmm. one of the books that I recommend to my um, to my coaching clients so often. Um, it's by Dr. Susan Jeffers. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And it actually was the catalyst for me 
really pushing beyond the fears that I had about leaving that good job with them good benefits <laughs> to come out into a world of walking on water. And I am grateful for it. These, I am grateful. These meal replacement bars, I think one of the reasons why they are effective is you have to chew them a lot more <laughs> than you normally chew your regular food. Oh, I'm glad you're chewing it. Fear is an evolutionary tool. It's a good thing. Amen. That's right. Um, Dr. Deborah says fear. Yeah. Go ahead. The evolutionary tool. Evolutionary tool. Depending on um, the fight or flight syndrome from caveman. Something walks, walks up on Something walks up on I don't know if this is something I should be afraid of or something I can kill. I'm going to need you to. I'm going to need you to jump. <laughs> or fight, fight or flight. That's right. I'm prepared to do both with the same chemical response. Yes, but incidentally, that's also why there is a lot more obesity in America as well, because we execute a chemical called cortisol when we are approached with a situation that would give us stress or a reason to combat. And so we don't do either anymore. We don't do this. And we don't do this, but we feel stressed. So our body is creating is is still creating that cortisol, and that cortisol is designed to to capture all the strength and energy that you have, hold it until which point that you can release it upon your target. But here's how we release stuff on our target. Doesn't take a whole lot of effort, energy, or exertion. But you still got the cortisol. But you still got the cortisol, and the cortisol is holding on to all of that deliciousness energy source, carbohydrates and everything else, and we're not releasing them. We're not even releasing them in the regular everyday work of our jobs. Now, Dr. Deborah says, I feel that fear and courage must dwell in the same space. A little bit of fear keeps you from being ignorant, misspelled on purpose. I love ignorant. Me too. It's my friend. Um, Dallas, ignorant. <laughs> Dr. Yvonne says, LOL. Yvette says, I will see you guys next time. I have to go. We love you. Thank you for joining. Have a blessed day. Uh, Sabrina said, I am late because I'm over here working all that client photo shoot. <laughs> That's right. She was on her J-O-B last night. Brian Keith McDill had a Reflections by Brie photo shoot and he had his model on, honey. Work me to death. He was doing the supermodel, honey. He couldn't even handle it. Good morning, Latanya. Thank you for joining. Up the, stairs, up the stairs, in that room, in that room. Pose this way. Smile. Don't smile. Smile. Don't smile. Take away your smile. Look here. Close your eyes. Open your eyes. Move your leg up. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and she Walk that way. Turn around. Walk this way. Turn your head slowly. But I heard that he finally got his Tyra Banks on at one point. And was giving her some real model esque. She was working. She was working <laughs> um, if you need a photo shoot for your business or for whatever reason, you I, recommend you I do recommend you hire her and pay her the money she asked for because it's worth it. It is worth it. Julie said, Hey, now I walk several flights of, sta- flights of stairs like daily. Sometimes I walk to go to the mall. Mike dropped to go to get the mail. Oh, okay. Uh, the, amen. Um, who was it that added that to that he was uh, one of the authors of books that we read all the time, and he started his weight loss journey by walking to the mailbox. Ziggler. Zig. He had um he had a forty six inch waistline, and he was well overweight, and so he went to the doctor, got his physical. Now he wrote the book. See you at the top. 
that was his first book. Mm-hmm. A lot of encouragement. It was a bestseller. Um, but he said in the book, in the first paragraphs of the book was, I weigh 180 pounds. I can do push-ups and I can do And none of that stuff was true. But the book was going to be out in 10 months. So he figured he had 10 months to lose 28 pounds is what he wanted to lose in 10 months. Mm-hmm. And it was 2.8 pounds a day. Mm-hmm. So after his doctor's visit, it was 2.8 pounds a month. A month. 2.8 pounds a month. Yeah. And they had 10 months to lose 28 pounds. Now he's talking about this in the beginning of the book. And as he was writing this, he was 28 pounds overweight. Okay. So, but he felt like now his integrity is at stake because it's published now. You know, his wife bought him um, a, a jogging suit and he bought some running shoes. Okay. He called them fancy running shoes. Okay, and the first day that alarm clock went off, bam, he was able to walk to his mailbox. The next day he was able to walk another house in another mailbox. And the next day he was able to get to another mailbox. And finally he got to the place where he was able to walk all the way around the block. <laughs> and then it just kept evolving. And now he runs. And then he started running. And for those of you who saw my video a couple of days ago, you get to start where you start. And I, I had a little bit of a rant because I went to this exercise class. And let me just explain to you, while I am bigger, I am very agile when it comes to dancing. And I can move and do all of the Zumba and all of the dances, everything like that. But whatever Miss Thang thought when she saw me, I didn't have my hair cut. I guess I was looking like auntie or whoever. She tried to try me. So you can you can work you, you 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 can stay in the she, back she, and she, don't she, worry she, about um don't worry about trying to keep up with everybody else and oh my goodness it was a mess but you should check that video out um he said past judgment this old lady here is not gonna be able to hang with my dance class so look just do what you could do hang out back don't hang out front hang out in the back and just do what you can do. <laughs> and Lisa was determined not to go in the back. <laughs> You're gonna make me go to cussing. Like right now, I got all my go to cussing words on the tip of my tongue, and I just preached the word this morning, so I can't let them go. <laughs> Latanya says, Yes, cortisol makes us fat. Absolutely. A uh, good cortisol blocker is Garcinia Carcino. Gar- I don't. I can't think of the name of it right now. Ben Hope said he was awesome. He was. Uh, Julie says, "Yeah, walk to the mall." Now you're asking too much. <laughs> That's right, Precious. Baby steps, baby steps. You take the steps that you want. Precious also says, "Honey, I hang out in the back." <laughs> uh, I don't normally hang out in the back. I actually enjoy dance or aerobic exercise over other exercises over actually exercise, exercise. So that is something that I enjoy. I would have enjoyed it better if I would have felt uh, more respected in my place, but I'm not going to let that discourage me. I put that thing down so I can go to work here and talk. You're tired of the of the bar? <laughs> the, the, um, the cashew one is very dense. The the lemon the lemon one is not as dense as that one, but you like the cashew flavor better. It's like a job. <laughs> you working your job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, that was actually why I, uh, Latanya says we should do a ladies night out dance class. That was actually why I went to that dance class to see if it was something that I would like for all of us to do together. They do it on Monday and Wednesday nights and it is $8. It was a really good class. I enjoyed it once I got over my initial consternation about feeling like, Hey auntie. And, um, I think I will go back, but we will see. Now think about right, Latanya. I love to dance too. I love dance too, and I like to be in the front. But think about that thing that you've been wanting to do with your life. That thing that you've been wanting to love. That thing, that thing. That thing that, that your spirit thing, will not let you not think about. That thing. Why haven't you done it yet? <laughs> well, because I don't know how to do it. Okay. That's a, that's a symptom of something. Or because no one supporting me is another symptom of something. Mm-hmm. Or because I don't have enough money mm. is another symptom of something. You know what those all are symptoms of? Fear. Yes. And excuses are often fear. Now, excuses can and should be overcome. Even if you are talking to yourself. Excuses can. and Now, there's a difference between excuses and valid reasons why you can't. Right. Absolutely. But understand, that's why I think it's the most challenging to coach yourself. Right. Because we know the BS that we are willing to accept as real. And we also are accustomed to tricking ourselves and fooling ourselves that we're still good, you know, even if we don't do it good. (laughs) Yvette likes that song. That thing, that thing, that thing. Fear keeps you from going. Fear keeps makes your life less interesting. Fear keeps you less profitable. It holds you hostage. Good morning, the tre- the treasure within me. 08 on IG. And welcome to let's talk about it all. on the other side of a fear. <clears throat> Woo! On the other side of a fear. On the other side of through. On the other side of through is a victory. We talked about that this morning. Actually, my talk this morning was about the process, the power of the process. Um, Dorothea said that happened to me at a karate class. I knew I was probably the oldest in the room, and they were definitely trying to handle me with care. Wow. Yeah, I'm not digging that. I'm not digging. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You all, if you think I'm old, guess what else I am? I know my own self, my own limitations. You don't have to come over here and instruct me on my limitations, ma'am. Ma'am, you can do the chair exercises if you want to. Wow. Yeah, and I got something for you. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to uh, reverse psychology no. and, and motivate you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Rosie said, Lisa, that's awesome. Dance, dance. Yes, and actually, I found another dance class that's actually going to be in New York, in Queens, uh, while we're there. They are from here. And they'll be conducting a class there. So depending on, you know, I have just some options laid out and I'm not going to be forced to do anything. She's filling up our calendar on the weekend. But yeah, we're going to do it as we'll much do as we can. Whatever we feel like right. doing. We're going to do as much as we can. We might as well. We're there. <laughs> right. We're so we're going to New York it up. We both are from New York. So we're going to New York it up. I would like to visit my old neighborhood just to see it. My old hood. I don't know Brooklyn. nothing about Brooklyn. It's scared of Brooklyn. That's what it is. She's scared of Brooklyn. Because you can't. He even left Brooklyn. He's back now. 
Barclays. Yeah, he might be. You know, he living in in the Becky Rise place mm-hmm. spot of it. He ain't in the hood no more. I promise you that. No, he's not gonna be in the hood. He ain't supposed to be in the hood no more. Right, exactly. So why are we trying to go? My hood's gotten nicer. Oh, okay. Over preparing can be a symptom of fear. Yes, perfection and oh my goodness. He said, preaching to myself concerning a particular thing. Perfectionism. Let me get this right. First, I want to make sure I understand fully every little bit about it. Okay. Honey, I talked to somebody yesterday about their book, honey. They got they have spent five years writing this book, gathering statistics and data and information. They have done uh indexing. They have there are so many things that they want done with this book. And they are afraid to send it anywhere because they think that someone is going to take it. Yeah, that's another fear, too. Those are all fears. They can't take your stuff. And if they wanted to, they can't take your stuff. Uh, we had a, um, I can't, when I so first said, it, I'm so thankful for the process and evolution and Latanya Blackman. Yes, let's do a dance class hangout. Absolutely. Melissa said, I'm with you on that. I'm guilty. Go ahead. Um, Josh said, Brooklyn all day. That's right. We're going this weekend. Um, they might take my idea. They can't take your idea. That's an unfounded fear. It really is. So I know that there's a lot of people that think that somebody has stolen their idea. You know, I, I know you that you did something is. with the idea and you didn't. That was what happened. Ooh. Ooh. Something with the idea. You were dragging your feet. And not getting it done. Yeah. Like my invention that I never invented. Yeah, Lisa had an idea for an invention, but never acted upon it. No. Nope. Then she saw it. And then I saw it. No. It probably like, happened to somebody. Oh, man. When my kids were young and my sons were playing football, I used to always think, um, like, they need water on the field. They need to be able to sip water or something on the field because it was always hot. And so I had made this prototype. Uh, just a basic Ziploc bag with a long straw that went in through their helmet that was hooked on. It was two Ziploc bags, one in the front and one in the back. They were connected with two straws that went into it. And then one straw that went into the helmet that they could pop out their mouthpiece and take a sip and the straw would clip right there on the side. And so that way they could stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. And I never did anything with it because I just, didn't think that I could. I didn't know where to start. I started to think it was a dumb idea. And then I go into Dick's and I see my idea. And I'm like, you missed it. Somebody stole your idea. They didn't steal it. They didn't know me. Lisa Cleveland is on. Um, Lisa Cleveland. And her boo. (laughs) Are so much fun. Let me tell you one thing I loved. The way Lisa Cleveland introduced herself. Yes. Because we told everyone, please introduce yourself however you like. Okay, that was the caveat. How do you like? Right. And Pastor Lisa Cleveland stood up and blessed us with a verse of song, and it was beautiful. First off, she had a beautiful smile from the time she got in the door to the time she left. And I want that skirt. I don't care. I want that skirt and that top. <laughs> you want her clothes? I want her outfit. I loved it. <laughs> I was going to just settle for the skirt, but I think it needs the top. They go together, so I'm just going to take the whole thing. I loved how you introduced yourself in song, and uh, that was great. So we were happy to finally meet you in person. Absolutely. Actually, we have met her before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Dorothy is saying, yes, she enjoyed you too. It was perfect. Now, again, we're talking fear versus faith. And, and we courage. Have, and we've interjected in courage in there. You know, what do you need? What percentages of them? How much courage do you need? How much fear do you need to be healthy? Um, perfectionism, I promise you, is a symptom of fear. That's it. Trying to get everything. And it was a beautiful voice, um, Lisa. You have a beautiful voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, she people said, that can sing, they know they can sing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what song resonated to me last night, though? And it was, um, it was to me, it was indicative of the power that was in the room. It was that song that goes, it's my turn or it's my time. What is it? It's my turn. Yeah. That's so, because the people in that room are tired of playing themselves small. No, that's They're right. Tired of being what was. They're tired of being the status quo. Even going back. Lisa's right. There was amazing power in that room. Um, we were introducing people. The room was shaped in U shaped, I gotta tell you guys. And as we got to the first row, it was what four people, five people. There was a lady right there in the corner. Her name was um the finance lady. Destiny. Destiny. Her name was Destiny. And she was like so impressed. With just the first, I was like, I there was going to be doctors and authors and yes, <laughs> I know there's going to be doctors and authors in here and all of that. And, and, it, and that was the whole room. The whole room was full of upwardly mobile people who were tired of playing themselves small. And Sabrina said, "Lisa Cleveland, your singing face was awesome for photos. Everyone does not do that well." Now Sabrina has beautiful photos. Absolutely, gotta go get them. Gotta go you them. have to go to. Um, Go to my page. She, she tagged me in. They're showing them up on my page. That's right, Bethany. It's my time. It is your time. Bethany's also going to be in Greensboro October 4th and 5th. Okay. Let us know um, where you're going to be. Greensboro is close enough to for us to su support one of those days. An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And so um, I wrote that. It's my theme song. That's awesome. awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so it took some courage for you to stand in front of a room that you didn't know and to break out in song, didn't it? Absolutely. And that room was filled with courage. Some of the people had just enough courage to get there mm -hmm. and to be willing to say, I'm going to sign up to learn to speak and get paid. I'm going to start this journey for myself. I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when it's going to bear fruit, but I am tired of living in my in my past, I am tired of being second, and I am ready to be in the front of the room. I'm going to throw another word in the confidence. Um, speaking in public is the number one thing you can do to boost your self-confidence. Yes. And you do need self-confidence to successfully sell yourself. Yes. Dorothea you said it took a lot of courage to show up last night. I'm glad I pressed. My family was so happy for me taking that step. And I'm grateful that your family was happy. That is a blessing. That is definitely a blessing. Lisa Cleveland said I had an awesome time. You guys did great. I enjoyed all of you. Oh, amen. Thank you. Um, I'm, yes. And Dorothy, I'm feeling that too. Your family was happy for you taking that step. Maybe your family has seen you not take that step enough times that when you decide to take a step that encouraged them, that made them happy, they felt happy for you. So um, that makes me say, sister, um, Dorothea, you got to take more steps like now. Like you got to show up for more stuff. 
Yes. Oh, so my econ conference with Strozet. We know Strozet. Strozet. I'm a big fan of Strozet Hill. His book. Mm-hmm. I believe I have his book. Uh, Bethany says, TooSmartEvolution.com is a website that has all of the information, and I'll be a speaker. Bless me. Wonderful. I get all the emails and stuff about the, uh, the Too Smart Evolution mm-hmm. as well, and I get the phone call from Brother Andre as well. Mm-hmm. So I love Andre Andrew, Andre Simpson, mm-hmm. uh, Strozet's assistant guy. Mm-hmm. Yep, he'll always call and tell me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we want to definitely fear. Go ahead. Focus on your. So what do you, what you focus on is what you will see. Yes. So if you focus on all the reasons why this is not going to work, or if you're looking for reasons why it won't work, you, you, can, you, you, can, you shall find. Whatever well, you're looking for, you're going to find that thing. You're going to find them. Okay. If you um, you could have. There's another quote. You can have a thousand reasons why it won't work, but you just need one. That's right. Why? Need one reason why it will work. And money is not an impediment. Mark Cuban, I love leading on Mark Cuban when it comes to that. Mark Cuban really believes that not having enough money to launch your business the right the way you want to is a blessing. Absolutely. Because it forces you to become creative. You got to become creative. Absolutely. If you don't have the money, what are you going to do? Absolutely. Uh, Rosie's going to be at that conference. Go, Rosie. Go, Rosie. Holding this iPad mm-hmm. is a great example. Okay. Crack the screen. They want $450. Oh, dollars $450. $450. Okay. We could have paid $450. We could have. That was taking $450 less from what we had. Right. Okay. We don't want to pay that. So what we do, we got creative. We start thinking. We start looking for answers. We research stuff. Now we have two great iPads. Okay. Um, and we didn't pay $450. This one here, whatever it costs for the screen protector. $6. $6. And what's the other one? $25. $25, okay, per month, right? Month, yeah. $25 per month plus six. The first investment was $25 plus $6, so 30 bucks. Now we got two great iPads in the house, and we came out of our pockets $31 okay, mm-hmm. because of creativity. That's right. If we if we felt we were flush with money, we would have just thrown money at the problem, and then we would have just had one. Absolutely. But because we didn't have money to just throw away willy-nilly, now we got two. Right. And see, here's the thing. So I have had to work. Like, I ain't never had, like, somebody just hand me money, right? Just fall mm-hmm. out the sky. I'm not a uh, silver spoon chick. I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not a trophy chick. I, I've had to work for every one of my monies. Like, all of them. I know personally, all my monies, me and them as close friends mm-hmm. and all that, right? So I don't think I will ever have lots and lots and lots enough money to not think, hmm, how can I do that resourcefully? Like, it's never going to be just pay for it, 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 pay for it. Because I am conscientious. I know every one of my monies personally. It's just like my children. I'm not just going to say, oh, you need five children, take five of them. That's no. one of the values of being an entrepreneur. You learn to appreciate the value of a dollar. And at some point, you're going to have to learn that in order to get more of them. Lisa says, Lisa Cleveland, I'm excited about the pilot workshop and eager to gain the knowledge you both will be sharing. Are you signed up, um, Lisa Cleveland? She is going to sign up. She's on the she's on the list. She's on the list to sign up. Uh, and you'd be a better class if you're in it. Absolutely. And you and you can definitely participate in the learn to speak 
and Get Paid Academy that is beginning on the second Tuesday in August. If you are interested, then please inbox me so that I can get you the information. But essentially, we will be teaching our students <clears throat> how to develop a signature talk, Primary. how to find talks, how to find opportunities to speak, how to create a professional press kit. That's your speaker's one sheet. That's your electronic press kit. They will be recording their signature talk once it's developed and performing it for a public audience. They will have the opportunity to also learn how to purpose their talks so that they can make additional monies with those talks. And it is really, really a labor of love for me. It is something that I take pretty much my authors on the journey individually, but this is an opportunity to do so on a larger scale with more input from more people. It meets twice a month, starting in the second Tuesday in August, and there will be an included Facebook group for questions and some other ancillary videos that may go on. At the end of the three months, it's, it's done. It's a graduation mm -hmm. for those Absolutely, students. it'll be a graduation. At the end of those three months, they'll have the uh, certification process. You will be able to come out and uh, celebrate with them as well, should you choose to. But if you believe that it is your time to stand in the front of the room, please, please, please inbox me to find out how you can participate in the very first Learn to Speak and Get Paid Academy. We're on by the Empowerment Duo. Mr. William Brown is a part of the um, the board for this. Absolutely. And he's actually going to be one of the trainers as a technical advisor because mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, you're going to have to know some, you're going to have to have some technical proficiency. Absolutely. Yep. So we're excited about this thing. This is another one of the great things that we're doing that started with a thought impulse by Lisa. You know, she had a thought, you know, because we had a Toastmasters club for two years. Um, a lot of you guys were at our club and we love Toastmasters. We love their principles, but that's really not our group. Toastmasters are people that want to speak better at, at home or at work, or some of them want to prescribe to do it professionally. We only want those who are, are thought leaders, subject matter experts, subject matter experts, overcame something, <clears throat> can teach you how to do something, to learn how to give a talk, a signature talk and earn money with it. Thought leaders. <laughs> well, you scoff at it. That name is that so funny to me, but I know it's what they're called. What I they know. Want. I know. That's what they're looking for. I know. The thought leaders are the ones who get booked more. They have more blog opportunities. You have a thought that you originated. That they are a thought leader. Uh, Lisa says, I'm looking yes. forward to streamlining my story and aligning it with my purpose. I'm expecting to gain clarity and flow. And you're going to get Clarity that. and because of your attitude going in it, you're going to get that. She goes, absolutely, absolutely. her talk. Oh my gosh, we heard twenty something talks. I mean, introductions. Yes, twenty something, maybe twenty five. Twenty five, twenty four, twenty five of them we heard last night, and then um, we were we able were, to we're at capacity. We were at capacity of the training last night, so I am just looking forward to who signs up and who moves forward because faith without works is dead. And going back to our topic, fear versus faith. Um, one of the scenes from the movie Man on Fire, Denzel Washington, he's training the little girl in the swimming pool. He told her she was the fastest one in the water, but the slowest one off the blocks. Mm -hmm. She goes, I never win because you're the fastest one once you get in the water, but you're the slowest one getting off the blocks. You know, and that gun was throwing her that, you know, and then she would like hesitate and then jump in the water. You know, she couldn't figure out how to do it. And he finally broke it down to her. It's not that you're afraid because that you're not trained. 
It's not fear. It's trained or not trained. Okay. So they started training. <clears throat> You're not afraid to do it. You just don't know how to do it yet. Okay. Trained versus untrained. There was a tremendous amount of talent and love in the room. And I pray that they all succeed. And that comes from Lisa Cleveland. And I'm going to tell you, there is a combination. That is a sweet spot in my mind. Talent and love. There are some people that have talent, but I think that love is what really brings out that charisma. It is. It, it really is. The love part is what sharpens whatever you're saying and radiates through your eyes and through your heart emanates from your pores. And the people in the room that are listening to you can hear that. That's how you capture an audience. But you can't fake it. Nope, everybody can tell. You can't the book, fake the in the world. I will leave this. Day, I mean, I will leave. Let love be my greatest weapon is what the, the chapter is called. And he was talking about how with love. You can soften your client's heart just like the sun softens clay. Okay. But guess what you can't do? Fake it. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You can't fool anybody anymore. And the thing is, and sometimes it's not even callous. Sometimes it is distracted, right? That's why when you go to give your talk, you have to be focused. Because if you're distracted, I don't know if you've ever spoken to someone now, you might know that this person loves you. Like there are seasons that my husband and I have to say, okay, it's not time to talk to you right now because they're checked out. They're somewhere else. It's not that he doesn't have love, but that love is not resonating. Or I might not have love. It's not that I don't have love. It's the love's not resonating because my heart is somewhere else. My mind is somewhere else. And my thoughts are somewhere Nobody's else. here with me, but your mind is <laughs> on the other side of town. <laughs> You're messing me around. <laughs> Good morning, Red Lee. Hey, Red. Oh, Red, I, remind me as soon as I get off the show to send you uh, what you asked me for. Lisa Cleveland said, love excites passion, which transcends. Absolutely. Lisa Cleveland also says, you must be authentic and honest. Real knows real. Yup. 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 Even fake, no real. Yep. I mean, fake, no fake, and fake, no real. I mean, um, we just all know. Everybody can tell. If you don't really believe in what you're saying, it's going to come across. Mm-hmm. If you do believe it, that's going to come across too. If you don't really love your audience, that's nothing too. We're going to teach how the value and the power of falling in love with your audience. Falling in love with your audience. Oh, yes. Just like uh, the song Falling in Love with Jesus that was, was, was the on. best thing I've ever, ever did <laughs> or ever done. Ever did? <laughs> I think I might join you in that nap after the show. We're going to take a nap. Oh, we're going to take a nap. I think I'm going to take an early nap today. I like to take my nap in the afternoon. Me too. But but um, I need a nap because I got probably about four hours of sleep. Three and a half hours of sleep last night. better, sir. And um, uh, that's another thing that makes Americans fat. Not enough sleep. Not enough sleep. Where's my girl, LaTanya? Not enough sleep, not enough rest causes you to gain belly fat. You know? <laughs> Yes. Now we do get enough sleep and rest most of the time, though. I think. I don't, I don't but, think but I also believe when we don't, when when our sleep patterns are thrown off, and we don't get an afternoon nap, I think we're less effective. <laughs> yes, we're old as heck. <laughs> we are not old. I'm gonna stop professing that with my mouth because I got 50 years to go. Somebody come by my house at four o'clock. What are you doing over here this time of night? <laughs> <laughs> Is a daylight person only. If the sun's up, she's up, but when it gets dark, she's going to bed. 
you know, that's just that. My mother is too. My mother's an old dark 30. Like 4.30 a.m. is wake up time and 5.30 p.m. is nighttime. Yeah, whenever the sun sets, that's what she says, you know. She's on that that farmer's thing, you know, back in the day, agricultural communities. When there's sunlight out, you can work on the farm. When it's dark, you can't, okay? Pretty much, unless you don't put a street light on your arm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can. So fear versus faith. And think about courage and confidence as well. And what's holding you back from accomplishing that big thing? Like right now, I'm I and, and I'm so, so like enamored with, giving one of our talks or workshops or networking meetings in New York. Just like we we're not booked right now. We're not booked for New York. I'm just I'm just saying like coming up on Friday. Right. I want to say there's something in me that keeps saying you got more than enough time. You've done this before. You got more than enough time. Yeah, it's only five. It's only um three days away. You got more than enough time. You got all day Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday going to be traveling, but you still can count that time. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's holding me back is I don't know the city anymore. I don't know where I could tell people to meet. The way we overcome that is we talk to people that we do know that are already in the city. You know, like uh, Phyllis, like uh, what's your, Vivian, uh, Lucinda, Tony, um, Robin. We got some friends there in New York. We got a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other lady? Uh, well, um, I forget the names right now. But when we spoke there last, we gained some more friends. Yeah, we did. Okay. So I Isn't can there Lisa, um, my lipstick Lisa in New York? Or Julie she, Sala. She's up, yeah, she's in upstate New York now. Yes, you can get there. Julie Sala. Mm-hmm. Julie Sala. That's your lipstick. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing her, her lipstick today. But sure, she might have a connection for us. Maybe it's in... Jersey or whatever, but we're going to do something while we're there. Absolutely. Now, since you want it so warmly now, I want it now more too. You're hot for it now, I'm hot for it too. So between the two of us, we get it done. Fear versus faith. And see, and don't tempt me because I'll take my mic and my amp and stand on the street corner like I used to do back in the day. Let me learn you something. She ain't scared. Where did you do that at? In Charlotte or New York? I did it in Charlotte, but I would do it in New York. Like I would what go to you, Central Park. What were you standing on? And what were you talking about with your mic and your amp? Whatever I felt like talking about. Usually was talking about um, economic independence or I was talking about God. Uptown Charlotte, right? Yep. Standing out there with her mic and her amp, just talking. Just talking. Talk about anything. Talk about, you know, the power. To, the po- I, I remember popping up on a group of people and starting a whole rally. Like, I didn't even know what they was talking about yet, but I had the mic in my car. And so there was somebody there talking, but they didn't have a mic. So I went to my car and I brought my amp and my mic out and I listened to a little bit about what he was talking about. And then I took over and decided which way that crowd was going to go. Your voice was amplified. and his voice was a- No, I let him use my mic. Okay, I was just better. At that time. (laughs) And I just took it over. But that's because I didn't allow fear to stop me. Now, I was with some people that were like, no, don't do that. Yeah, but I heard more lessons than that, too. No, don't do that. another reason why um, I often don't want to bring all of our stuff with us. Okay. You know, Lisa. I am a Girl Scout at heart. Always prepared. Or what is it? A A Marine? Who's always prepared? prepared? No, I don't want to be no Boy Scout. I'm but anyway, um, that's what the Boy Scout thing is. Always be prepared. I am always prepared. 
this can be anywhere in the world in 18 hours. I mean, I mean, airport, airborne can be anywhere in the world in 18 hours. But the point is, she very often wants to bring all our stuff. You know, mm-hmm. fixing board, mic stands, mm-hmm. cords, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that's why we're endeavoring through using uh, Teresa Crawford service right now to get another vehicle. Dr. Deborah, you did it. That's my people. She said, I have stood on the corner at the subway with a mic and talk slash preached. Come on now. This is these are bold actions. Now what kind of person would do that? Mm. A courageous person. Somebody that is courageous and bold. And understand, I am telling you that some of those things that I did, some of those uh times when I just took the mic out, my knees were shaking. And I was a little uncomfortable. And like I was about to say before, I was with people who were like, no, nah, don't do that. That's crazy. Nobody does that. Why are you going to do that? They're going to think you stupid. You're looking like you're crazy up there in front of everybody with the microphone. Come on, Lisa Cleveland. Someone mentioned confidence last night. And I believe your confidence is there when you have a testimony of overcoming something that tried to overtake you. You can speak with confidence when you know what you know. It removes the fear because it's been proven. You know that you know. And when you speak, others hear your conviction and respond in faith that they can overcome as well. That's when it's done the right way. And that's when it's best. Absolutely. And that but that's also the impetus of wanting to get out there and share your story. The one that is the most effective. Now, I have Mm -hmm. met people that just want to talk for the sake of talking and they ain't been over nothing. They ain't been under nothing. They ain't been through nothing. They want to talk about what they heard other speakers talk about. Lisa Cleveland, what you just what I just read you saying there is that that power of conviction and and it's got to be real. It can't be faked at all. Um, but people who want to talk just because they think they're either good at it, well, I'm a good talker. Okay. They're not going to be good at it. They're not. Even if they, even other people have said, you could talk, you know how to talk. Sometimes the same thing. And please let me let you in on a secret. If somebody says to you, boy, you can talk. They're trying to say, damn, I wish you would shut up. (laughs) You should be a speaker. If you have something to say. Yes. Not if you just want to say something. Yeah. It's a difference. There's a big difference. You got to have something to say. And for those of you who are running from your through, please understand that your blessing is on the other side of your through. You know, I'm a, I'm a sales coach and I help people to sell themselves and their services. That's what I do with my intellectual property, through my books and through my workshops. And Lisa, you just... I had a client um, that I had about the same time I met Teresa Crawford. We were still meeting at La Madeline's. I met this client at La Madeline's, her and her business partner slash boyfriend. And, you know, I said, why do you guys want to be in business? And their answer was, because we're ready to not have to work so hard. (laughs) They wanted to go into business so they could work less. Than the luck to do on their jobs. Good luck. I said, are you kidding me? He goes, yeah, I'm ready to put my feet up sometime. I don't want to have to work all day, every day. I want to take my afternoons off all the time. You know, she wanted to chill out at the pool. She wanted to go into business. And it was really her company. She wanted to go into business so she wouldn't have to work so hard. Good luck with that. That is the opposite of what you're going for. <laughs> And then it was a funny thing, you know, they're supposed to, they wanted to pay me in cash. Okay. And I was like, okay, I don't really, I don't really like them to pay me in cash. I wanted to pay ahead of time, but I relented 
And then when we got there, they tried to sit there and get some work out of me before they paid. And she goes, oh, well, the money's in the car. Well, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm do my stuff. That's right. I know they are in for a rude awakening. That's sorry, Lisa, Lisa Cleveland. Hey, on the gram, we got ERGJ Enterprises. Brother Evan, Brother Evan we, we love, love, love ERGJ Enterprises. We love, love, love um, the Black Business Bazaar. And uh, we love all the stuff that he does. Today, we're talking about fear versus faith. And we also interjected the word courage. Uh, courage and confidence has made an appearance lately. Yeah, confidence, I think, is a byproduct of having pressed through the fear, entered into your courage, walked on faith, and you stand in confidence because yes. you have it behind it. Yep. You have it behind you now. That's, ooh, that's the other thing, too. Uh, once you've come through, how many times have you ever driven and you can see the rainstorm ahead of you, but you're on the highway, you got to go that way. You see it th- pouring down up there. Absolutely. So, and sometimes when you drive into that rainstorm, you'll see some cars pulled over to the side because the rain is too heavy for them. They're not comfortable driving through the rain. And if you stay in the road, you find like five minutes down the road, you're out of the storm. You went through it. Mm-hmm. And now the storm is behind you. And good, easy driving is where you are right now. Absolutely. Go on through those things. Absolutely. The person that stayed in the rainstorm pulled over was afraid. Mm-hmm. And because they're afraid, they're going to end up staying there. Uh, Lisa Cleveland says, working for yourself is long and hard, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that. I actually got the impression from some of the people that were asking questions last night that they thought that this process was going to be uh, add info, add water, stir, and instant success. <laughs> um, that's really not the way that it works. The, Rosie says, I'm with you, Lisa. Take your stuff and also get miniature versions. <laughs> Amen. I'm to find miniature versions. Like this ring light here is a miniature version. I'm hoping that this miniature light can replace the umbrella lights so that we can take those. That's a lot more portable. The umbrella lights are not that portable. But to that end, to me, um, that's why we're looking for an SUV now. You know, we're going to keep the car, but we're looking for an SUV so we have more room for more stuff. So this topic, fear versus faith, courage and confidence. How do you move from where you are And what about when you are in the midst of your situation or in the midst of your journey and you get paralyzed by fear? That's when you need help. You need to either talk to someone or you can outstudy your fear. Like if you're afraid of asking for money, you can read about how to ask for money. I have a great book called Asking for the Money or whatever the fear is. You can outstudy your fear. The more you study it, um, the less and less fearful it becomes, the smaller it becomes. Benjamin Franklin says when he has a tough problem, this is what his formula was. When he had a tough problem that he couldn't, I mean, not Benjamin Franklin, Einstein, when he had a tough problem he couldn't figure out, he would write out the problem, write it out, and then take a nap and ask his faith to bring him the answer, and then take a nap, write out the question or problem he's having, ask for the solution, and then go take a nap. And he it was often surprised he'd wake up with the answers. And see, here's the other thing. The other thing is sometimes because you can't do it within your own strength, you need someone to simply push you. 
because some of you have been preparing and preparing and preparing and preparing and preparing and preparing and deciding that they need to prepare and then preparing to get prepared and then preparing for being prepared to move into your preparation. And sometimes you just need somebody to push you off. I don't know. Just go. She had so many degrees, but she had no money. She would go to school and she'd get a degree and then she would she would apply her degree. She would immediately go back into school and get another degree. And the sad thing about it, it got to the point where she's like, hey, I got a degree in this now. And family's like, uh-huh, at that point, because she had gotten lots of degrees and certifications. Uh-huh. Lisa says, yes, you guys can't guarantee that they will receive speaking engagements, but they will be prepared and have the tools to gain more speaking opportunities. But however, I can guarantee if they don't do this and this and this, what they'll get, they're not going to get any. Right. But what I was going to say is what we can guarantee is you will be able to get a speaking engagement, because one of the things that we're going to teach you is how to ensure that you get one. How did you ensure that you get one? But I, I'm the, the reason why I didn't answer that question like that is because that's not the person that is that that has to do this. I want to coach people that have decided that this is what I have to do. This is absolutely. I don't want to have to convince anybody to come along. There's no hard sell. There's no pitch. There's no nothing. There is. This is what I know is true. This is what I am not just familiar with. I live my life on it, with it, and through it. And because of that, I will promise to teach you what I know so that you can apply it and do it yourself. Now, here's the thing. I work one-on-one with my clients and I charge them $2,500 and up to work one-on-one with me through this process. But because I want to make it accessible to the people that really, really, really feel that they have a message that a waiting audience needs to hear, we have decided to open this Learn to Speak and Get Paid Academy. And you can do with it what you will. A fraction of what Lisa would charge one-on-one. Anyway, it's about time for us to get out of here. Thank you very much. My nap is calling me. I'm about to go. Okay. Uh, Sabrina just... Uh, she just put. She just posted some sample shots. He's going to it. He's going to it. Lady V, good morning to you. Hey, Lady V, Global Diva, how are you? Oh, we're getting ready. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. I'm still Brian Keith McNeil. And this has been Let's Talk About It on ESP TV 7 on the SIBN Network, iHeart, iTunes, and right here on Facebook Live. And remember that your life is not a scrimmage or a practice game. There is no Martyrs Hall of Fame. Time the speedster takes its toll. And for all of us, every day really is the Super Bowl. So God bless you and go forward and live your Super Bowl life today. And remember that you have been blessed by the blessor to be a blessing. Permission to be amazing is granted. And today is as good a day as any. So you might as well have sex. Woohoo! Show it. You can show it. He loves this. The first picture I saw. Whoa. My response was, whoa. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are heading back to bed. You know, it's Wednesday, hump day. Might as well. So might as well have sex.